What's poppin' to all my beautiful subscribers on my podcast? So, during this episode, I wanted to dedicate it to Venus. Like, you know, you don't you don't really like like see too too much info out there about Venus. You know, I already cover heavily on Saturn, but like I I you know, I like to cover on planets and shit like that when the time is right. You know, I don't like to do it like through obligation or when people want me to do it like that's not the way it works. You have to wait until like the source is ready to like just release a lot of downloads of information that will put you in that moment to speak about certain things, right? And that's the way I flow. You know, I live in complete solitude, like in complete monk mode. I have zero friends. I disassociated myself from any kind of toxic entity out there, including family members. You know, so I live in complete monk mode right now, like, you know, in complete solitude. So, you know, I not everybody could do that. You know, it, it depends, like, how self-aware you are and where you at with yourself and, you know, how unfazed you are with the hologram and the distractions out here. You feel me? It, it depends, like where you are at with your state of conscious, right? So, um, some people have older souls than others and such forth, right? So I just wanted to like really thoroughly, you know, talk about Venus because, you know, like I, you don't really see too much in depth information about Venus, right? Jupiter just went into Taurus you know, um, the North Node is in Taurus, you know, and such forth. And my Venus is there, my Midheaven, and my North Node, you know. So, and when I did the Walter Poland Simple Format chart, Taurus is my second dominant. So it's Cancer, Taurus, and Sagittarius. <laughs> so you could only imagine how fucking brutally blunt I can be. You know, like the African uh, saying says, you know, a speaker of truth has no friends, right? So anyways, I just wanted to talk about Venus, right? You know, because in the planets, I am dominated by the moon and Venus. Okay, Venus is my second dominant, followed by the sun. Okay, so it's the moon, Venus, the sun. Those are my top dominating planets. And, you know, I just feel like Venus is a planet that, you know, is heavily underestimated, right? They like to say men are from Mars, women are from Venus, right? And the feminine vibration always works more metaphysical, okay, or underground, right so there's only two planets in the entire celestial system um, celestial system that are actually feminine okay mercury is considered a bisexual planet so it's an in-between but to be really feminine vibration 
the only two planets that represent that is the moon and Venus. Okay, every other planet is masculine. Okay, and then obviously like uh, Uranus, Neptune, and Pluto was discovered further later on in life, right? After the 1900s or the 19th centuries. Okay, so, you know, just observing Nep just observing Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto, you do see heavily masculine on Pluto. You do see heavily masculine on Uranus, you know, but because those planets were discovered later on. And they really don't have any gender base. They, they're not labeled, okay? They still remain a mystery between Neptune, Uranus, and Pluto. They remain a mystery of what's their gender, right? But as we go into the age of Aquarius and we start dealing with this age and we start, you know, because we're just entering it right um you're gonna figure it out for your for yourself and many professional astrologers what's the gender of you know um um uranus and if you ask me uranus is transhumanism that's the gender of uranus and i know a lot of people right now are fighting their old ways fighting their own views on life and you know, how we lived and, you know, um, looking at gender between men and women and stuff like that. But Uranus right now is heavily influencing the entire collective because we're in the age of Aquarius. And Uranus represents transhumanism. And this is what people fail to realize, okay? And don't worry, when the time comes, I'll tap a lot deeper into Uranus and the other planets, okay? But right now, I just want to focus on Venus, okay? Which is the second most feminine planet. So Venus is a very sensual planet, okay? Not sexual, sensual. The opposite of Venus is Pluto. Pluto's sexual, Venus is sensual. Okay, so Venus is more in tune with the five senses and like, you know, taste, touch, smell, um, hearing, right, vision, you know, things like that. Okay, it's it's really highly in tune with the five senses. Um, you know, it, it, it's very, very, very in tune with the moment. And just the physical senses, right? And if I look at Venus, it's definitely more heavily connected with Taurus. Because, you know, Venus represents the five senses. Okay, and Taurus is an earth sign. Alright, it all, it's also ruled by Libra, but Libra is an air sign. You know, so Libra is all in the head. And it's all stuck in the head, Right? Libra is the most feminine energy out of the masculine signs. So out of the masculine signs, which you have 
um, Aries, Gemini, Leo, um, Libra, Sagittarius, and Aquarius, you know, Libra is the most feminine out of that group, but it's still a part of the masculine energy. It, 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 Libra is all about equilibrium, okay? It represents the, the scale, the balance scale. But if you ask me, like, between, um, you know, <clears throat> Libra and Taurus, okay, Taurus definitely represents the Venus energy at its purest essence because it is the first earth sign, okay, the first earth sign. And it's not just the first earth sign, which means that it's the youngest, but it's the purest representation of earth, right, of, of the five senses of sensuality, you know, when you when you pay attention to the Taurus energy at its purest form, it likes to it likes everything clean. It likes the environment to smell good. It likes a stable home, right? It also likes fragrances, and you know, it, it it's very it's an energy that's very big with hygiene. Okay, don't think that Virgos are very big with hygiene. That's the second Earth energy. Really, to be honest with you, the, the 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 one that's really big with hygiene is actually Taurus because it represents Venus, right? So it represents that grounding vibration, the floor, the base, right? It wants to, like, create a, a security, you know, foundation, you know, around its atmosphere, right? And it's highly protective as well of that atmosphere you know whether it's a garden whatever it is it just wants to protect that territory it's quite territorial right so venus is an energy that's very in tune with the five senses you know um when it smells something it it experiences a a a different level of like love that others cannot comprehend when it tastes something it experiences another level of love that others cannot comprehend and it goes and it, and it obviously that's the same experience with the other five senses touch taste smell um you know vision and what is the fifth one and listening right those are the five antennas those are the five portals to the body, okay? So Taurus is a very highly sensitive energy and is a highly misunderstood because of its fixated nature and stubbornness, you know, because obviously it's created from the earth elements. So it, it creates this very firm, rigid, uh, you know, routine-ish, expression that it can be very difficult for people to really understand how that energy functions okay but the reality is is that that's the purest um, um expression of venus you know because venus you know um is all about hygiene is about self-love 
and smelling good you know smelling good tasting good you know um listening to to music that is really that's quality okay once you understand hertz and frequency and vibrations which are behind the scenes of music and the creation of music then you will understand that you know listening to quality music has a different hertz channel than listening to lower vibrational music because all these energies all these different senses are in tune with the bodies all right they're just channelers right it's kind of like in the 80s when you had put a tv and you had an antenna on top of the tv you know and 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 the way you angle the antenna if you if you old enough to understand what i'm talking about because you know there's a lot of people that are not that old they they, they didn't experience that but the way you you angle the antenna the way you position that whole antenna on top of the box tv that was going to show you the quality of the signal you know um of how you're going to view a channel okay this was in the in the 80s all right obviously further further on Anybody born after 1990, they, they probably don't understand what I'm talking about. But people that were born in the 1980s, they had to deal with that struggle, right? They had to, like, find a certain spot and also angle the antenna in a certain position to see a channel, um, you know, as clear as possible. At, you know, there was a time where people had a fucking had aluminum foil on the fucking antennas just to see a channel you know um as clear as possible okay see i was born in 1985 so my generation was like the in-between you know i me personally the in-between is between 1988 um a part of the pluto and scorpio which are the millennials and i believe 1983 three-ish so at 1983-ish through 1988 that's the in between after that they were raised differently you know that the the um you know electronics and um technology started to become a little bit more uh advanced but anyways um you know venus is a planet that um represents attraction venus never chases venus is the opposite of mars as well okay venus and mars does not get along because remember venus is from venus represents feminine energy mars represents masculine energy so venus is an energy that does not chase it just attracts okay and that's just the 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 foundation of feminine vibration okay it attracts so venus likes to make sure that its hygiene is on point you know and just all the five senses are appealing to what is trying to attract okay now the problem with v you know with libra is that it's too superficial because um, that's the other side of Venus, you know, because, you know, it's, it's an air energy. So 
you know, Libra likes to be in the head and it likes to be hella idealistic and it likes to just kind of like um, have an idea of what attraction looks like. So the problem is because Libra is still masculine, it's still operating through a sexual vibration. So this is why you see many Libran, high Libran energy, you know, to be more superficial, um, do plastic surgery and just be extremely heavy with the cosmetic shit. But when you look at Taurus, they like to be more natural. It's like what you see is what you get. You know, <laughs> you know, and, and, um, you know, I love Taurus energy is it's very, uh, you know, it's stubborn, but it's super cute. You know what I'm saying? I'm a cancer, but it's like super stubborn, but it's fucking cute, you know, but like not everybody likes Taurus, you know, and, and it's understandable. Okay. Every to each their own, but the Taurus energy stubbornness always come with integrity and pure intention and just to protect you know Taurus is an energy that just loves to protect okay um you know and Taurus doesn't like change and it doesn't like you know to accept because my mother's a May 5th Taurus so I understand this energy very heavily besides me having this energy in my chart very heavily but Taurus is an energy that, you know, it just wants to protect this territory, whatever it builds, because Taurus represents building, okay, so whatever it, it, it builds, whatever's the foundation, whatever it believes it owns, just wants to protect that, okay, so not everybody knows how to deal with that, you know, um, as opposed, Libra is more of a free spirit, like I mentioned, it uh it has an idea of beauty, but unfortunately it's too masculine, so they they go too hard with the aesthetic side and, and the plastic surgeries and the makeup and they just go way too hard. They just do too much, you know, and you know, but that's why they represent a balance, you know what I'm saying? They eventually got to learn how to equalize that. You know, they got to learn how to be the equilibrium between masculine and feminine, you know, um, and within time, within age, you know, and experiences, you know, eventually that will be mastered. Right. And as opposed um, Taurus, which is extremely feminine, you know, um, and they're stubborn and they're fixed. Right. Libra's more cardinal. You know, um, they got a lot of shit to work on, too, you know, because it's a very stubborn, fixated energy, right? It doesn't like change and it's very extreme with it. Like out of the fixed energies, you know, Taurus is the most um, masculine. I'm No, not masculine. I'm sorry. The most fixated vibration. Okay. So, you know, every energy has its pros and cons. You know, um, you know, but it's just interesting because Venus has a masculine sign as a representation, but it's the lowest rank from the masculine group. And then Taurus is the most feminine 
out of the feminine group. But I will definitely position Taurus hmm, in second place. First place is obviously Cancer because it's the mother sign. Taurus will be the, the sec in second place out of the feminine energies, right? Followed by uh, Virgo and then Piscereans. The reason why I'm going to put Piscereans right below Virgos is because the Piscerian energy is a chameleon. It shapeshifts, okay? It becomes whatever it's surrounded by. So the Piscerian really is still holds no true label remember neptune is a planet that was discovered later on in life besides they're also ruled by jupiter jupiter is a masculine planet but virgo is ruled by mercury which is a bisexual planet slash chiron which is a healing planet a physical healing planet not a metaphysical healing planet okay so metaphysical healing is not correlated or connected to the Virgo energy or the Virgo vibration, but is more connected to the water signs big time. Okay. Um, but Virgos are, are natural healers more physically. Like they, they can tap more into like holistic healing, like making natural medicines and stuff like that from plants and stuff like that. That's their fort. Okay. But the metaphysical side, that's not their fort. That's more the water signs. That's their position in life. Okay. Or the water energy. Because what people fail to realize is that um, water and earth, they are healers. But they, they're healers in different, you know, um avenues okay they're they're healers for different purposes okay healing is very multi-dimensional all right because we've been reincarnated for so many years we don't even know who we are we have so many layers and layers and layers right on on top of the other and besides this life you have to think about all your reincarnated life all your quotation junk dna that's really not junk it's valuable dna that needs to be activated and it's gonna like give you some form of memory of past life experiences that you have had on this earth from different bodies that's what people fail to realize so that angle of understanding you know, that avenue of things, that's more the water element. That's why the water is a highly representation of DNA. Okay, but the earth energy is more physical based, more five sensory, five sensory. Okay, it has nothing to do with, you know, the DNA side, the metaphysical side, and supernatural capabilities. That's, you know, earth is more healing like on a physical avenue on this 3d dimension but they create that that stability and that fun that foundation you know um on the hologram okay so water and earth are healers but they are in different channels okay but anyways um you know venus is also a healer 
Venus is a healer. Venus represents healing with, you know, the way you treat yourself, the way you eat, the quality of the food you eat, right? Um, how you take care of yourself, how on top of your hygiene you are, you are basically on track of, you know, and, and such forth. It, it represents the little things. That's more Venus and Taurus. I'm, I'm sorry. That's more Taurus energy. It represents the little things because the vibration of Earth operates very slow on a microscopic avenue in the 3D hologram. So Taurus likes to look at the little things and it likes to work on those things, right, from a very soft approach. And this is what peop many people fail to look at when, uh, when the Taurus energy is actually around you. You know, so Venus, okay, Venus represents how you treat yourself, how you talk to yourself in the morning. You know, the affirmations you say to yourself in the mirror, the routine-ish as well, okay, taking your showers, you know, staying on top of your teeth, okay? Because the mouth is a very important part of your psychological development, okay? Um, you know, and just, just the routines that you have around who you are that show everyday dedication and just movement and more action-oriented vibration right that also communicates with the subconscious you know and this creates a a a foundation between your subconscious and yourself you know with where the tone is going to be at through your electromagnetic field because the electromagnetic field sets the tone in the hologram so your routines and the little things you do every day and, you know, um, the habits and stuff like that, that is going to show and represent and also be felt, you know, where you at with self-love and your self-esteem. Okay. And that cannot be hidden. Remember the opposite of Taurus is what? Scorpio. Scorpio represents the shadow, right? So the Taurian energy is all about action, right? And there's so many quotes out here saying that, you know, um, talk is cheap and, you know, I, I hear what you say, but I also see what you do, right? And all of that, what you do and, and, and things like that, all your actions and your habits and your routines that you have surrounded around you every single day that is going to set the foundation of where you are at metaphysically because you know we all may look at things and we all may be infatuated and we all may be distracted with things in the hologram but the reality is is that once that vibe is felt it cannot be unrecognizable. It it just it, it it just cannot be fucking duplicated. 
It cannot be mimicked. It just cannot be, you know, overlooked because action holds magnetism. Okay? Your actions, your everyday routines and your everyday habits is going to send a frequency or a vibration to your subconscious and your subconscious is 98% more powerful than your conscious and that vibration is going to be very magnetic and it's going to create a magnetic an electromagnetic pool okay beyond the comprehension of your rational mind of how you think of like what your ego wants okay you know because when you feel that magnetic pull okay you know it creates a how can i put it um it creates kind of like a relieving um feeling of healing okay and i i don't want I, listen I want you guys not to confuse the magnetic pool between Venus and Pluto. They're they're way different, okay? Pluto, unfortunately, because it's partially ruled by Mars, which is a very it's actually in first place in masculine energy. Unfortunately, it's very sexual. And sometimes people can be swayed in by Pluto's magnetism and hip hip um hypnotic possessive spells because it 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 just knows how to pull you from the ego. Okay, so it depends where you are at in life and it depends how self-aware you are with yourself and it depends how aware you are with your wants and your needs, okay? Because Mars slash Pluto represents wants. Okay? Venus does not represent wants. It represents the needs. The needs that you you basically create around you through your daily basis. Okay? So there's two different magnetic pools that can be, you know, highly deceptive to those that are not self-aware. Okay? Okay, so uh, this is why the Libran energy is very confused, right? It's kind of like it fights between masculine and feminine. It's kind of like it has an idea of Venus, but it doesn't feel it because, you know, it's an air sign, okay? Once you feel something, you start being more action-oriented, Okay? Now, um, you know, so it fights between um, what everybody is attracted to through popularity and just what's going viral and just what's seeking most of the most attention versus, you know, um, but that's not, you know, a real connectivity. So it, it's a, it, it goes through a tug of war between both vibration and don't worry sooner or later on this podcast i'll probably uh elaborate a little deeper on a uh, libra when the time comes okay right now i just want to focus on venus and also taurus 
you know. Um, but besides that, you know, um, it's important to understand the representation of Venus. You know, Venus, um, you know, just, it, it, it's the little things. It's the little things that you do every single day when you wake up. Your habits. That creates the tone. That creates the fixated vibration. And just basically, uh, you know, it's, it's going to create your reality. Okay? And this is what people fail to realize. Listen, I'm 37 years old. I'm about to be 38 in July 1st. And I'm not saying this lightly because, you know, I have heavy Taurus in my chart. I'm a life path for... Slash master number 22. I'm a, you know, mid-heaven there. And the north node is there. And my mother's a Taurus. So I've been, I've been around this energy very heavily. So, you know, pay attention to your habits and, and your routines. Because that's going to set the tone. At the same time, don't be stubborn. Don't live in such a routine outlet that... You forget who you are. You're not even aware of, of the stuff you're doing. When somebody asks you why you do that, it's just like, oh, well, this is just how I am. Oh, well, this is what I like to do. Or, you know, you don't question it. You just got a response right away. And that's a, a, a deflective defense mechanism that is operating from that stubborn vibration, from the fixed modality. And that's why it's important to you know, self-reflect, okay, and, uh, you know, I get it, the Taurus energy, um, can't really, or any of the earth energy, it just cannot, uh, introspect on the feelings, they're feeling at the current moment, whether they get a current trigger or what's going on, they can't really detach from it and figure out what's going on there, that's why the water element that's his fort, okay? You know, Scorpio can have difficulties with it, but between Cancer and, and Pisces, you know, they, they understand that. You know, it's all about going with the flow and, and just being detached, being formless, being shapeless, you know. But, uh, you know, I just feel like Venus, you know, is highly underestimated you know, and highly overlooked, but at the same time, it's the most fucking attractive planet out of the celestial system. So, as much as we think we go overlook it or ignore it, we can't keep our eyes off of it because it has a magnetic appeal, a magnetic pull from, you know, how it carries itself, how it, um, operates and and how it looks okay and stuff like that you know um but you know venus is definitely underestimated and it just represents all the little things we do on a daily basis and it represents our hygiene how we smell okay big time because you know how you smell is going to leave a signature around whoever you around, okay? People may forget everything about you, your name, everything. 
but they're not going to forget that smell. Once they come across that smell again, they're going to know it's you. Okay. So, you know, it also, you know, fragrances and stuff like that is very big with Venus. Okay. So if you find that unique fragrance, you leave a signature mark everywhere because how you smell is going to send a certain sequence or a certain signature to your subconscious. And when you're around this person again, whether it's a year or two or a couple of years down the line or even 10 years down the line, you're never going to forget that smell. And that's why the five senses are extremely powerful. And it's important for you to be aware of them because they can be easily influenced. They can be easily deceived or manipulated, okay, by infatuation, lust, and anything that feeds the ego or sends a quick, you know, um, endorphin to the brain, okay? And those are things that you have to be aware of when you're dealing with Venus because Venus is a representation of the light okay right when people hear the word Lucifer right they think of it as the as the devil the darkness this this and that right because that's how the Bible represents it but Lucifer is Venus okay and Lucifer is a representation of light if you wake up around 4 or 5 in the morning, you will see the morning star being connected to the sun or whatever. And that is Lucifer, the morning star. Okay? And Lucifer is definitely not evil, but it's definitely not good. It depends where you are at in life and how you are utilizing your five senses are you utilizing it to manipulate or are you utilizing them to you know create a healthy um foundation around you that is going to keep you sane in an insane world and just showed everybody around you what is self like what is self-love is like through the ripple effect of the magnetism that is expressed through the electromagnetic field because Venus is a representation of all of that. And this is what many people fail to realize. You know, so it comes down to you, where you are at in life, how aware you are of your demons. Are you entertaining them? Are you not? You know, and your habits, your routines. You know, how you care about yourself, your hygiene, okay? And just what it is that you feed your five senses, okay? That is going to define whether you are on the positive side of Lucifer or you are on the negative side of Lucifer. Because um, Lucifer... Um, is a representation between evil and good, right? Or um, dark and light, right? And that's the that's the Libra scale, which I'll be explaining on further.
in the near future. So be um, looking forward to a podcast on that, you know. But, um, you know, based on which side you feed more, that will define where you are at in life with yourself, okay? You know, um, you know, just like lucid dreaming. That's why the word lucid is in front of dreaming and such for um, or lucification. It's just about seeing whatever light you're able to comprehend comprehend on your state of conscious, on your level of state of conscious, okay? You know, and that's why, um, you know, Lucifer is highly a misunderstood vibration and energy. You know, if you read the Bible and stuff like that, they just fucking explain it as the devil and but these are just different energies that you go through on a daily basis internally you don't need an external source to tell you between right or wrong good or bad you know these are things that you feel internally okay and without judgment whether you go towards the dark or whether you go towards the light that's up to you it depends where you are at with your self-awareness and how aware you are of your demons. Are they really in a chamber or do they really control you? And that's why we're dealing with a psychological warfare. Okay. Um, and, you know, it, it really comes down to you. You can go ahead and, and go to church, read the Bibles and all this extra nonsense. But your habits, your routines, your actions are going to show who you really are. And that cannot be hidden. Okay? You can learn every fucking verse in the Bible. But if your actions is not matching what you're preaching, then you're a hypocrite. And that's why it's important to be aware of Lucifer. It's not. Don't be afraid of it. Because when you're afraid of Lucifer then you create this wall, this barrier, and you start deflecting and going against it, okay? We're dealing with a huge spiritual warfare right now, and, you know, it's it's very obvious, okay? And it just saddens me how blinded people are towards light and dark and energies and vibrations because these are the different things that you're channeling within your body system, which is the Kundalini rising, you know, and, and it's about not taking sides, but being in the middle and creating that equilibrium energy. So it can be super light on both ends and you can flight and ascend and elevate, you know, into a higher self where you able to look at things more broadly and more wiser and you're not affected by what is trying to bring you down, deceive you, manipulate you, and such forth, okay? You know, and that's the representation of Libra, which I will be explaining further more on that in the near future when the time is right. But for right now, you know, I just wanted to explain on Venus. It's also a representation of Lucifer, okay? But it's important not to become too extreme with things it's important to 
kind of like be aware of your routines and your habits and what you do on a daily basis and things like that because you know self-love comes from that okay you showing that you love yourself is going to come from your routines and your habits it doesn't come from anything else you feel me so you know i don't know i just feel like talking about this tonight um and there'll be more to come in the near future you know but something told me to talk about this tonight you know i just go with the flow with my source you know when the time is right i talk whoever listens listens whoever doesn't doesn't that's not my concern you know i'm just a messenger basically i just release messages you know um but i'll be back on my instagram pretty soon um taking some time off because the account is shadow banned you know so you know you'll know when i'm back obviously okay so uh yeah you guys have a good one and uh we'll talk soon peace out